Well, good morning. So my name's Lacey. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to the very first episode. Um, I haven't put a whole lot of uh, work into like an outline. So kind of bear with me. This is like a new process for me. I'm here to, uh, you know, share the wisdom and thoughts that I have and the stories that I have. Um, because I believe that sharing knowledge is very, very important. And I have been very blessed in my life to have been able to, you know, one, have a great support system behind me, um, which I think is very, very vital to survival in this dog eat dog world, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I've also had this amazing capability to never let anything truly affect me. Um, and I, I I think it has a lot to do with, um, Not only what I've experienced, because everything's a lesson learned uh, in my beliefs, you know, even the great things that happen to you, I believe that those are still lessons, you know, and the, the, the things that, you know, happen to you that are, that are not good, you know, those are lessons even more so. You know, so the lessons that are great, that turn out great, those are lessons on what to do. And uh, the lessons that turn out bad, well, you know, those are lessons on what not to do. Um, and everything's a learning experience. Life is all about learning, you know, soaking in information. And um, I do think it's very, very important to, you know, share these types of knowledge and, and this information with other people in the community around you. Um, because, you know, we only thrive as a whole you know, as an entire community. And, um, I mean, individually, yes, you can thrive, but what good is that thriving going to do if the world around you is falling apart, you know, and some people were not taught, you know, these coping mechanisms or these, you know, healthy habits of dealing with situations. You know, some people were raised to have unhealthy habits of dealing with it, you know, um, their, their life problems and whatnot, but, you know, knowledge is, is so very vital, um, in, in the world and it's so easy to get a hold of, but some people were not even taught how to get a hold of it, you know? Um, so for like example, you know, like totally off subject, off the wall example, you know, for a while there I was a rock climbing shoe cobbler and, um, call themselves rock cobblers so basically a rock climbing shoe is is a very very specified shoe you know almost like a rubber ballet slipper Um, and after a while they get pretty worn and torn and so we repaired them Um, but here's the thing you know in um, the shoe cob first off shoe cobbler is somewhat of a dying art Um, you don't really meet a whole lot of shoe cobblers, especially mom and pop shoe cobblers, because, um, for the most part in, you know, larger, you know, more densely populated areas like Houston, where I'm from, um, you know, obviously they're always going to be, um, like Houston shoe hospital and, and stuff like that, you know, those franchised places. And because those, they've, you know, pretty much ran mom and pops out of, out of the, picture because, uh, they, they're, they're able to charge those competitive prices. Um, but anyway, so you don't really come across a lot of shoe cobblers, you know, and, uh, the guy that I was working for is actually a friend of mine. I've known for, you know, over 10 years now. Um, he, you know, kind of got into this on his own. He bought this business and, uh, you know, really 
it was a really, you know, rocky, rugged start for this man. And, you know, he was able to pull out of it um, all by all by trial and error. You know what he knows, um, what he was able to, you know, really. I mean, this guy had to dig, 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 dig deep for the information that he did get on how to fix these shoes. You know, he took a risk because he believed in it and he went for it and he, you know, just got to the grindstone, literally, you know, and uh, figured it out. And uh, at this, you know, once he had everything figured out and the business plan all in play and all that other stuff, that's when, you know, it's about around the time, you know, when I came in into the picture and I, you know, started an apprenticeship and I put in all the hard work and I, you know, I did everything that I could and, you know, I learned how to desole a shoe in, in a week and, and, you know, after that first week of me going in there every single morning and every single day, uh, you know, I was starting to get paid. So I was no longer an apprentice. I was actually an employee. And um, so, you know, then, you know, we kind of we kept coming into these uh, situations where, you know, the we're not happy with the quality that we're putting out. And so, you know, he kind of set me on this mission that, um, you know, to to call um all these other shoe cobblers that specifically only dealt with rock climbing shoes, you know, and, and see if they had any tips or, or, you know, if they had any thing that they could pass down and, 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 you know, help us out with. And, and from, I mean, I called at least three, three other shops because there's not many in America. I called at least three other American shops. Um, and they all pretty much just told me, you know, good luck. We're, you know, we're not going to give you trade secrets. And, and, you know, they kind of laughed in my face. And, and you know, I kind of thought to myself, you know, like, well, you know, if, if it's a dying art, you know, then, then why should it be a secret? You know, I mean, trade secrets, you know, they all eventually get out anyways. I mean, most welders who've been welding for 20 years know all of the trade secrets, you know, and it's because they've put in the work and they figured it out and or they had their you know buddies tell them you know and so I feel like you know when when those shops did that it was almost like you wanted our industry to die because here we are in a completely different region than they were which I get it we were competition but we were we weren't reaching anywhere near the numbers that they had been reaching as far as repairs and shoes but it was almost as if like you know you you don't really care about the industry itself and keeping you know rock cobblers in business and keep them going and and you know making this this industry and, and this market that we've got you know grow and thrive which with the rock climbing industry because the rock climbing industry is just exploding right now um you know and it kind of disheartened me you know because greed can get <laughs> greed can get in uh the way of a lot of things <clears throat> and um you know i think that you know that in itself is is knowledge you know just knowing that um being greedy can really hinder you and, and, and put, you know, a stop to a lot of things that, that you could be doing because you're so focused on, on that, that green piece of paper, you know, which in reality is imaginary, you know, um, so I, you know, I, I'd like to, 
share what I do know. And, and, you know, I guess we can just go ahead and get right into it. You know, I'm, I'm a very, very firm believer in that the only way to truly be successful in any and everything and, and success to you or to me, you know, could all mean different things, you know, for you success might mean, you know, you got that BMW in that house with the white picket fence outside to whereas me success is, you know, my kids being happy and I'm being happy and me doing what I love and being financially stable. I'm not a materialistic person. You know, I don't need all the fancy finer things, you know, like I enjoy taking the kids camping, you know, and, and, and that's my success, you know, is being able to, you know, go do the things that as a family we enjoy. And, and that to me is successful. But I do believe that, you know, the only way to truly be successful is to, is, is for number one, self-care. I always believe that self-care is number one, no matter what, over everything. You know, a lot of people, they say God first, or, or, you know, you got to put your kids first, or you got to do this first. Well, you know, if, if you're not taking care of yourself, and you as a person are not happy, healthy, or, you know, don't have this, you know, self-esteem or self-confidence, you know, it, it, what good are you to all of these other people's one, two, and three, you know, um, self-care, you know, could, is, and has a very wide range of things that it could mean to you. You know, me personally, I like hats and shoes. And uh, so I, you know, like to make sure that, you know, every now and again, I buy myself a pair of shoes and a nice hat, you know, and, and, and it makes me feel good about myself because those are the things that I like. I also do believe that self-care, you know, goes, of course, hand in hand with health, you know, to make sure that, that, that you are healthy and, and making right, the right healthy choices for your self-care, you know, and, and I'm not, you know, this isn't me fucking slandering people who go out and drink every day, you know, if that's, if, if, you know, you go to a bar every day after work and you have one or two, three drinks, but you go home and, you know, you're okay and you feel successful and you're happy with yourself, great, great, that is amazing, that is your self-care, that is what you enjoy doing, you know, um, but, you know, of course, everything within moderation and, and there is, if you don't have any self-control, it can get, you know, um, very difficult to waver in the lines of, you know, alcoholism and just having a drink after work, you know. Uh, but it's also, you know, has a lot to do with um, at home, you know, your, your home is an extension of you you know, and now when I say this, there's a difference between a house and a home. You know, a house is somewhere you live. A home is somewhere where you feel a sanctuary. And, um, I do believe that having a, a personal sanctuary is a part of self-care. Um, and your home is an extension of you, you know, so if you can't necessarily, keep your house together in an orderly fashion to, to the way that you like it, you know, and you're comfortable, you know, then it's, it's, that's going to transcend into the moment you walk out that front door, you know, um, you 
need to, we all need, I keep saying you, 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 and this is totally a we thing. You know, I, I abide by my own advice a lot of the times, even when I don't want to, <laughs> because we all know it's, it's sometimes it's hard to swallow your own advice, you know, and, uh, but we as a community, uh, we definitely need to make sure that, you know, you know, if, if, if your house is all fucked up, you know, you got dirty dishes and, you know, you know, pampers everywhere that from changing diapers because you're a stay-at-home mom with three kids and breastfeeding and exhausted. You know, like, girl, I get it. You know, I've been there, done that. You know, I got three kids. And uh, I uh, attempted to breastfeed all three of them, but my youngest was the only one that actually got onto it, you know, got around to it or whatever. And, and um you know, I've, I've been through depressions and I've been through, you know, raising three kids on my own. And, and a lot of the times it, you know, it gets very overwhelming, you know, it, it's, and very quickly. That's the other thing. It gets very overwhelming, very quickly. You know, you, you never know, um, in the hustle and bustle of life and everything and working and, you know, trying to take the kids to their extracurriculars of gymnastics and t-ball and, you know, Girl Scouts and, you know, all that other stuff. Um, it's, it's very easy to neglect the things at home because you're in and out, in and out, in and out. And, um, but then once you finally do come home and you're like, okay, now, you know, kids are in bed. It's time for mom to have a glass of wine or, you know, whatever your routine is. You kind of look at the house and think, oh my God, where do I even start? And because you're just so exhausted from the day before or that you know the day that you had just had now to come home and have to you know wrap muster up whatever energy spark of energy you had left you know from being you know mom or dad there's single dads out there too you know dads you know you wear so many hats in the family you know had a household you know nurturer uh, disciplinary uh, made, you know, I mean, there's just so many things that go on, which, you know, it's very easy to, you know, by the end of the day, you just look at the house and, and, and you're just so overwhelmed that you just kind of give up, you know, and, and you crawl into your bed and you, you know, assume the fetal position and, and, you know, you kind of whimper for a while and you get so frustrated and, you kind of get mad at yourself and then you get mad at the kids and then you get mad at the situation and then it's just kind of like this back and forth back and forth and it's this you know it's this vicious cycle you know so the the you got to find that moment to you the moment that you just have like all right fuck it let's do it let's do it that's that's that tiny little spark that you need that's that's the only thing you really need is that spark you know you get that spark going and, uh, and it, you know, lights that flame up or whatever. It's like that pilot light, you know, once it gets going, that's it. You know, uh, there's no stopping you after that, you know, and it's because it's like your body has, has taken your brain and said, look, you need to fucking focus, you know, because your body can keep going. It's, it's your mind that, that, you know, makes you feel far more exhausted than you really are. You know, your body can keep going. The human body is amazing. You know, I sleep an average of, I think the most sleep I ever usually get is about six hours. 
you know, I, I also, on top of, you know, me trying to run my own company, uh, or start my own company, rather, excuse me, um, on top of, you know, raising three kids, um, who I have prime custody of, you know, I'm not necessarily a single mom anymore, because their dad's back in their life, but, um, you know, it's, uh, Uh, I should have done an outline. Uh, anyway, so it's, you know, on top of all that, it's, uh, it's very important to take care of yourself. You know, I don't kind of forgot where I left off and where I was going. Cause I, you know, I veered off of what I was originally talking about. Um, but you know, I, I would like to end there that, you know, even though you're overwhelmed, even though you're feeling, you know, fucked up about your life situation, you're living at home with mom or, you know, whatever your situation is, you have to find that, that you gotta, you gotta run with that one little spark of interest. You know, your, your brain is going to give you that one little spark and you just got to take it and you got to fucking run with it because once you get it going, it's, it's going to be a fire and that fire will not be contained you know, and, and you have to understand that, um, you are in control of everything. You're in control of your own happiness. You're in control of your own future. You're in control of everything, you know, granted things are going to be pushed along the way to, you know, just test your strength and test your, your capabilities to bounce back and, and just to see, you know, because the world wants you to give up, you know, everybody else wants you to give up because then that makes them feel shitty you know, that makes them feel good about themselves, you know, but if, but if you just like, you know what, you ignore the rest of that bullshit and you focus on your self care, you know, and, and I know as a, as a mom, it has, it's, it's very hard to do that because, you know, it's been impounded into our brains that, you know, kids are priority number one and they are, they absolutely are. If, you know, everything I do in life and, and, and every day, and absolutely all day, I always say to myself, you know, well, could this be beneficial to my kids? You know, um, what is this going to help us farther down the line? You know, and that's not to say that I don't relax, let go a little while every now and again. But um, the, the main thing is, you know, them. But the, the realization is, is that if I'm not taking care of myself, you know, what good are you to society uh, yourself or anybody else for that matter, anything for that, even your cat, your dog, maybe you have no friends and you've got nothing. Maybe you're the crazy cat lady, you know, but it doesn't matter as long as you take care of yourself and you're doing what's makes, makes you happy. You know, there are too many people out there who, and I don't, you know, I, I haven't traveled a whole lot because I started having kids young. Um, so I haven't been outside of the country, so I, I'm, I can't, you know, truthfully say, it's only in America, but the, the notion seems to be because I've spoken and I've, I've met a lot of amazing people that have traveled the world all around, you know, um, it seems to be the notion that, you know, Americans have this, uh, and, and Lord, I hope I don't get any backfire for this for talking shit about Americans, but fuck it. Um, Americans have this notion that the only way to fix things is, you know, we're, we're so heavily medicated and, and I'm not, you know, this has, is this or there is nothing wrong with people who do need medication. You know, that's not what I'm saying. 
What I'm saying is, is that's, that's the, the first thing you try, you know, like you, you may realize, man, you know, like I really just can't stay motivated. I'm unhappy. I don't want to get out of bed. I hate my life. I hate my, you know, my significant other. I hate this. I hate that. I hate, you know, whatever it is, you know, your first step should be to find that spark, you know, or, and, you know, at least try and ignite it. You know what I mean? Because there, there are other ways, you know, medication and is not the, the end all be all, you know? So, uh, now if there's this, you know, obviously, like I said, there's absolutely nothing wrong with taking medication. If you have a serious chemical, you know, um, deficiency and, and you've been to doctors and doctors and you've tried everything and, you know, like, that's great. You know what I mean? Like I I am a very huge advocate for mental health too, which is why I'm super adamant about self-care. You know, it, it was only the amount of, you know, I had to teach myself to be selfish in order to be happy again. And it was because I kept putting everybody else first, my kids, my, you know, husband who at the, you know, at the time, you know, was my husband and at the time was in prison, you know, I was putting everybody else first, you know, my parents and him and his mom and my kids and my animals and, and, you know, and it got to the point to where, you know, I was the last on the list and, um, it wasn't, and I was miserable. I was depressed and making very unhealthy choices, you know, for me and for my kids, you know, I'd started drinking more, which is not great. You know, and it's not that I was a raging alcoholic, but I just knew it wasn't the right choice for my kids to see me that way all the time. Um, so self-care, if you would love to leave, I would love to hear any messages that you have, you know, um, even if it's hate, haters going to hate, you know, and I was always told if there ain't nobody hating, then you ain't doing it right. So, uh, leave me some messages. I will get back to you, you know, and I'd love to answer questions or, you know, if you have ideas of something that you want to hear me talk about, you know, like that would be great too. You know, like I, this is, this is about, you know, the stuff that you guys need to hear, the stuff that, you know, you want to know. And, um, you know, I don't have the answers to everything. That's for damn sure. But, you know, I will, from my perspective, sometimes it's good to just have that outside perspective, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's, I'm really excited. I hope that, you know, you guys like this podcast and that you guys continue to listen. Um, like I said, this is the first episode. Not quite sure how often I'm going to be uploading these. Um, but, you know, if you guys like them, I'll try and do one every day, you know, or maybe we'll start out with just one a week, you know. So uh, take it easy, take it slow, have a great one. And remember, uh, self-care is the ultimate. You, It's okay to be selfish and it's okay to not be okay, you know. So have a great one. Have an amazing day, make good choices, stay positive, and make somebody smile.